Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. It is episode 110, technically speaking. Uh, I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's good, dude? So much, man. You know, just uh, another fun weekend of racing, some big controversy at this point. What else do we expect? I mean, it is the playoffs. It is the end of the season. It is all that fun stuff. But first... Before we get into everything, we teased on an episode last time that I, once again, am failing to get out, but there's a good reason for that. In the last couple of weeks, we had been approached by a media network known as Rogue Media Network, and we finally got picked up. We are officially part of a media network now, so just want to give a round of applause. We have an editor now. We we actually have someone editing the podcast. That's not me. So my computer can't be broken anymore. We just... Thank God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the easiest job in the world now. We went from having the most difficult thing of me taking four hours to edit a 50-minute episode to now we hit record, we hit stop. I kind of just put down on a notepad where we may have made some mistakes so I can just send it to the editor, and then I email it to the editor, and I never have to worry about it again. So, hello. I don't even know what I can get away with with the editor. Honestly, editor, if you want to play some, like, like little like cinematic, awesome music here, like, you know, you can play the George Lopez over opening theme that's a banger um tequila is a banger I, I love that song if you're just trying to do the little trumpets i don't know kevin you got any suggestions for our editor to do right now they could distort my voice should we do like should we do like personal walkout songs like you put you get the trumpets for this episode I want the, and then like whoever i want the, whoever gets our picks closest i want gets, the timmy uh, trumpet uh <laughs> song that edwin diaz gets to walk out for the mets god rest their souls mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, yeah, this is kind of, kind of exciting. This is very exciting. So this is the first episode we're doing with them. So I guess to any new listeners, I guess we should probably give a rundown of who we are because, you know, there's probably going to be a lot more people potentially tuning into a brand new podcast, especially about racing, especially a Texas based media company when it has to come with racing. So hello, I am Anthony Dietrich. I am the host. I created this podcast. I've been watching NASCAR since I was like seven and thank you by uh to nascar 2001 on playstation 2 for getting me into it uh i also watch like every other type of racing and a uh, fun fact about me 
is I am very tall. That's not very right far. On. That's honestly well, not hello. that far. <laughs> A lot of people are tall. Hello, everyone. All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Kevin Costello. I, I guess my racing history, um, the first race that I cognitively remember watching was the 2004 Daytona 500 because my uncle had it on the TV and I saw Michael Walter flip through the Daytona backstretch. And I was like, damn, that's cool. And then throughout time, uh, became more of a fan of the sport and not just the crashes. And then have since evolved into just being a NASCAR fan to both Formula One and IndyCar and other motorsports, too. Um, some fun facts about me. I have interned at both Daytona International Speedway and Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed both my times there. Hope to get back into the motorsports profession sooner rather than later and that's where i'm at and uh currently i guess the thing that brought me and anthony together was a r slash nascar post back in 2019 um anthony submitted something on there and said hey does anyone want to start a podcast with me and the email that he left was an fsu email podcast and i was like hey i'm an fsu student let me uh let me hit this guy up. And I, I quite literally interviewed for this position, if you want to call it that. It was very serious. I remember booking a study room and everything. And uh, me and Anthony have been going at this for about three and a half yeah. years now. We, uh, we we first embraced in person uh, in the Geico West lot at Talladega Super yeah, Speedway back ago. in the fall of 2019. It's a three-year anniversary of that, man. That's, that is wild. Yeah. And, yeah, we've been doing is, this. Uh, our first season, we – did about every single week. I think we missed one week. Second season, COVID hit, kind of threw us for a loop. Third season, I don't even know what happened. And this season, I my computer broke. So, um, yeah, it's in. It, honestly, we we have to get better now at, at doing these episodes, which is easier because we also have people that join us every now and then. So, not with us this week is um our good friend Jeremy. We'll just call him that until we can get okay to call him by his full name. <laughs> Um, he, if you know anything about NASCAR, he and have listened to our podcast. He is a wonderful guy who has a name spoofed, a former NASCAR driver, and he is usually our old head of the podcast. We love him to death, and sometimes we have Alex on here too. Um, I don't know how often he'd be able to get on. And for some of you have who have been with us for the longest amount of time, God bless you, by the way, for being with us full time. Yes, thank our you. Our original you co-host actually reached back out to us. Before we even knew about this whole thing, he was just kind of like, hey, yeah. like, you know, I saw you guys are still making episodes, blah, blah, and he reached out to us. So, yeah, Nolan could even make some appearances. We have a bunch of um, potential guests lined up for the future, especially with the offseason coming up. That's pretty much all we're going to have to do. But, um, yeah, this is this is it. And um, normally, I, I don't know what we can get away with on this uh, network, so we're going to keep the cursing down to a minimum on this episode but once we get a green light you guys are screwed so <laughs> anyways that's intros that's us that's the podcast welcome if you're new sorry if you had to put up with that if you're old and if you kind of skip between episodes 20 40 70 and whatever this is well thank you for letting us be a part of your drive or your study <laughs> or whatever manic speaking of having Speaking of a manic episode <laughs> while driving. Manic episode was the <laughs> round of 12. That's, that's a great where, way to put where it. Do, I was going to say, where do we start? I, I feel like we got to start with the, uh, the chaos that we witnessed once again at the Charlotte Roval. I'm currently looking at the flag hung up of the Charlotte Roval in my room. And Anthony, 
another year, another just I don't, like chaos. I feel like isn't even the right word anymore because it's so like accustomed. There's a lot. To <laughs> there might be right words, but we're not allowed to say it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what a what a weekend! What a finish! What chaos! I mean, I guess Anthony, I'll, I'll start with you. Give me your thoughts on the Roval weekend in its entirety, and then also the round of twelve. Man, I'm sad I wasn't there this year. Last year was awesome there, and mm-hmm. honestly, like it, it it was just as chaotic as it always is. And funny enough, in the end, with the round of twelve, um, going all the way back to Texas with the William Byron uh, suspension being um, uplifted, basically, and giving him his points back, uh, in the end, screwed over 2020 champion or 2021 champion Kyle Larson, and our defending champion. Yeah, so. That's okay because he can still fight for the honors championship. Of course, of course, the, 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 the more important championship. Um, I, <laughs> dude, I, I mean, first of all, I feel like the finish for this race would have been very mellow. I still don't know what the debris caution, quote unquote, debris caution was for. Um, with five laps to go, but it sure uh, woke everybody up because I mean, I kind of tuned in with about fifty to go. Um. And I was kind of coming in and out, just checking to see what was going on. I saw that we had huge trouble for Trackhouse as a whole team. Um, Blaney was struggling, but he had enough points. He was looking good. And, you know, you had this constant battle kind of going in and out between, uh, who was it, Briscoe, Sindrick, Larson, and Daniel Suarez. I mean, I already touched on it. It was, it was wild. And then in the end, the yeah. guy who's like 35 points out, has almost no shot, wins the race on the 2000, I believe it was the 2019 strategy that Elliot ran, basically, of fresh tires at the end and drive through the field. Yeah, it's that's, that's all it takes. I mean, it's crazy to think that, like, the you know that, that domino meme where it's yeah. like this small event leads into this event? It's basically someone going a little bit too far on the apex of turn. I want to say that's seven and knocking off the sign and it leads to the defending champion getting knocked out <laughs> you get it like throwing the sign and we had an earlier incident in the f1 race but i mean geez i, I heard oh god whose radio was it um is one of the playoff guys was saying that's been there for 20 laps i don't think I, it was really, there for I that long so. i i, I, I think, think so. that's probably a larson bitching. something uh, something happened where it's like that was in a very weird spot in the track where i don't know how it ended up there but it did and it threw everything for a loop. I mean, Chase Elliott ends up getting turned. AJ Allmendinger gets moved out of the way. You got guy Kevin Harvick almost won this race. Honestly, like just some wild shit. And Cindric went from being in the playoffs to out of it in one chicane. Yeah, like, and that was, I mean, to be fair, his fault. Yeah, um, no. He was on older tires. I don't think. I mean, it would have been interesting to see if he wouldn't have spun and see how if Briscoe would have caught him. Yeah. Because that, that helped Briscoe. That whole scenario Oh, absolutely. Well, that and Cole Custer. We'll get to that in a second. But um, just, uh, there <laughs> is – it really just lo- – the, the Roval loves to turn into an absolute mess at the end. And I don't know how I feel about it all the time. Just, you know, because it's like, yeah. Uh... But we're doing this again. I guess we're going to just junk up a bunch of cars in the final few laps of a road course race because – like, you know, we, we had to find a reason to throw a caution, but I, I can't lie to you. I was thoroughly entertained. Yeah, no, it was super entertaining. And I mean, as a, as a Chase Briscoe fan, yeah, you're, you're I was happy. Uh, I was definitely rooting for him. 
if we if we want to allude to the Custer thing, yeah. um, so basically Cole Custer going into the backstretch chicane slowed down, blocked the run that I believe it was Austin Dillon had on the outside of Briscoe, yeah. and then Briscoe just sent it in there. Game they were two standing points. still, and Briscoe was going full throttle. Like that's what it looked like on the broadcast at first. I so I know NASCAR is still investigating it at the time of this recording. Personally, because of precedent, which we've never seen matter, because the only thing consistent is inconsistency. Mm-hmm. But like, there was no radio, or at least that I've seen, where it's like, "Hey, the 14's coming, slow down." Like Briscoe, or should I say Custer? Yeah. Said he had a tire going down. He slowed down. I I, I get it. Um, there's nothing there but like, from the teams, from what it sounds like. Like there's no radio. Yeah, like, oh, scratch like, your arm type of nonsense. Literally last, I think it was last year at Martinsville. Eric Jones was was Jones or was it 2020 or maybe I don't know who. Someone at JGR was literally told not to pass Denny Hamlin. I remember that because Denny Hamlin was, and it's like if you're not going to penalize that you can't penalize custer no in my i don't think you could penalize custer i just think this is a lot of hendrick fanboys are going to be upset because larson ends up getting screwed out of it even though larson had every opportunity in the other two races to make up points it's not like you know it has to come down to the last lap there's other decisions that come into it even in this race Mm -hmm. you know you can choose track position or you can choose points and even in the first two stages larson got a sixth and third place finish like that's that's stage points right there that's exactly what you need to do if you want you know if you're worried about your position at the end of the day but um you know i I, someone said reddick was in the way of um custard too that made him slow down like that I mean, dude, I, I've never obviously run the road. I've only done it on iRacing, but on iRacing, I'm I'm breaking way before those that five, to be honest, late in a run. My tires are Swiss cheese. I also don't know how to brake properly, so like I'm I mean, another thing is like Austin Dillon could have just sent him gone to the inside oh. and sent it. Like if Briscoe's can. dive bomb looks so it, I think the way that it was portrayed on TV was it looked like he broke so much later, but it was really like just the rate of speed compared to Custer. Yeah. Like Custer was definitely blowing it back. Like I definitely think Briscoe braked later into the braking zone than he would have, but like he had fresh tires. He had the grip mm-hmm. to do it. Um and I don't know, like for me, like this is this is even less of an issue than it was with Bell last yeah. year. Or Bell or Jones, whoever was in the twenty car. Um oh. just because there was no radio communication that said, hey, slow down, like, the 14's coming, make sure he passes you and other people, and, like, I don't know, I don't have a problem with it, good for Briscoe, yeah. sucks for Larson, I mean, completely out of control, but at the end of the day, like, Larson hasn't really done much this year. He has two wins, the, and honest mean, to God, they both come in controversy again with Chase Elliott. Where did where did his other Auto Club and Watkins Glen? He uh he hit El- he hit Elliot okay. at Auto Club and then he moved quote unquote moved Elliot out of the way at Watkins Glen, and those are his only two wins this season. He honestly it, like he hasn't looked the same. Probably has a lot to do with the fact that he's not getting benefited by the qualifying setup that they had last year with a car that you just couldn't pass with and clean air being king yeah that's a good point he would have won the coke 600 i will say that if it wasn't for your boy briscoe but you know other than 
free my man. So that actually is a, a <laughs> hey, he's a in the round um, of eight, and and, uh, and Larson's not. So that actually rest in piss, bozo. I'm, I'm I can say that. I hadn't even thought about that. If Briscoe hadn't done what he did at the Coke 600, oh, shit, yeah. then Briscoe, <laughs> Briscoe would have been eliminated. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> well, Larson I mean, would have okay, those five extra matter. points essentially. Yeah, that's wild. As shitty as shitty as the playoffs are, like in the format and like the the crapshoot that it is, like it is kind of fun to look at back in the season because like the regular season does matter to oh, a certain yeah. degree. Um, so it is kind of funny to like scenarios like that, or if it's like it create a butterfly well, if, type thing here. Yeah, like they they were saying, Chastain probably would have been knocked out had he not had the playoff we points just and like change the podcast to an alternate <laughs> NASCAR history podcast. <laughs> we Dude, have time to you... rebrand. I mean, we're brand new to these guys. So. I, not that I don't want to rebrand, but I would love an episode if we just went like total like like a what if episode. Dude, we can totally do that in like... the off season. Ah, oh, dude, that'd be so Let's much do fun. that in the off season. So, um, there was a lot of good runs that, from what I was watching, and I'm gonna give credit uh, to Grax, and he was running top ten some of that race. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I Bubba finished seventh. I heard that car was running pretty good most of the day. Um. You know, I I feel like I saw the um two Roush cars up there. Well, Brad was running up there, and then Brad Brad bratted into yeah. a corner and missed it. But huge shouts out to the colleague guys, uh, fourth and fifth. Yeah. Just, Justin Haley's apparently good all of a sudden. Bro, Justin Haley's been good. People have been sleeping. I just, I dude, he's had a couple good races here, and this is the type of momentum you want. I think he's finally gotten used to this new car. I think he's finally starting to feel comfortable in the Cup Series full time. So, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for a little bit of a Justin Haley re- renaissance. You know, this is he's got four top tens on a season. I think that they've all kind of come in the last uh, couple. Well, no, he got one at Darlington. Um, yeah, he got he, yeah, he's had some good finishes lately. He's got twelfth, third, fifteenth, and fifth. That's awesome. That is, don't forget, that is Cup Series winner Justin Haley, yes. where you saw him win live, and also born born in the same week as me, Justin yes, Haley. Yes, he is. He he is uh, very special to this program, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else I want to go into with the race. I feel like I got yeah. I mean, shouts out, I guess to uh, Corey LaJoy, also twelfth place finish. Didn't even realize he finished there. I saw I saw a certain media member throughout the race say something like, "Is it basically he like put it in a Google search?" Um, he was like, "Can we switch back to the oval?" And I'm a fan of this media member, so I'm not going to call him out. I, but I may be politely, politely piss off because the oval. I mean, the Roval was literally created because the Roval or the the Oval was so bad at Charlotte, and now that we have a car that for right now prefers ovals in terms of good racing, like the Roval's so much fun because of the chaos and like where it is. I think it's good because where it is, yeah. like I don't think the Bristol Night Race needs to be a cutoff race because Bristol Night Race is going to be good no matter what. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, 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 it's it's a nice blend of chaos, and it's it's something different. I mean, also what other road course? Not even in the U.S., but around the world, can you sit in the grandstands and see the entire track? Like maybe Indy, if you're high up enough. Uh, Daytona, um, I was able to do it last year. Yeah, I was all I was, compl- another, I was like, completely off my shit. It was a fucking wild time. Oh, excuse me, sorry. And, <laughs> <laughs> know, you might need to you like, might need you, to look at that one. <laughs> internationally, uh, <laughs> like you you don't get that. So I, I don't know. I think it's a cool thing. Um, to have and especially when 
hopefully the Indy Road course, not hopefully, I mean, I don't know, I'm kind of torn about it, but hopefully it goes back to the Oval, like that'll be the only Roval per se on the, the calendar left. Um, so I don't know, I'm, I'm a fan of the Roval, I love it. Uh, the round of 12 as a whole, though, I guess if we want to touch on it, Talladega was surprisingly calm and thankful because we don't need any more drivers yeah, with the big, injuries. Yeah, the big the big storyline, I think, of this round of 12 is the uh, injury storyline, I guess, for Bowman right now. Yeah. You know, luck, And I guess even Cody Ware, too, at Texas. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we had three drivers not start at, um, at the Roval this weekend because of injury. And I can't think of a time that this has ever happened before in NASCAR. Where I saw something. It was like, it's the first time where three drivers have missed a race due to injury. I mean, and that's like crazy when you look back at everything. There's no like, way that's the correct stat. It's it, No, that ass. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think, but obviously, you know, I'm, I need like a NASCAR historian to tell me what's good. Like, yeah. I, I'll trust NASCAR, man, on this. Um, I want to say, <laughs> not to sound, um, you know, too... Like wow, this guy has no life. But I've been, you know, sometimes I get bored and uh, I watch some, uh, like you know, some weird TCR type racing in like Brazil or something. There are some really quirky tracks over in like South America and like Eastern Europe that are like ovals that are just cut in half because they turned into a quote unquote roval. So technically, you can't <laughs> see the whole track, but these are tracks you've never heard of in your life. So. Yeah, but I, I, I get what you're saying. The Roval is an experience, and I think the two times I've been there, I sat in the stands one time, but I wanted to be super close to the start-finish line. And honestly, great call on my part because I watched the Johnson Truex thing right in front of me. And mm-hmm. it's... I'm, that's probably the most jealous I've ever been of, like yeah. of of anyone who's been at a race. Maybe okay, I take it back. That that pick that uh, our, our our good buddy Jeremy sent us from the. Chicago land infield yeah, in 2014 where he got cool. that free wide pass. That's, that's pretty cool. And um, um, yeah, then what was it last year when I went to the Roval? I was in the infield, um, like turn three, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of like went around where that guy jumped onto the track. And that's a cool view, but the cars are going so slow and they downshift right in yeah. your ear. So that's, um, you know, without yeah. hearing protection, you're kind of cooked. Oh well, Anthony. Shall shall we move from one controversy in in racing to another? Sure. Why not? So, for for those living under a rock, uh, um, Max Verstappen once again champion of the world as uh, I was David Croft because I went to bed after that race ended <laughs> would, and I woke up and Max Verstappen was the champion. It's funny though, just like the 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 controversy. You gotta say like both is a controversy. Contri- the the controversy from from both of his championships, like po- like polar opposites, but still controversial. Because last year, obviously Abu Dhabi, you can you could probably write a, a whole yeah whatever on that. But then this year, like I, so that the race ended at like four a.m. our time, um, Eastern time zone, and I was fighting sleep. But then like. It, it was like, oh, he's not going to be the champion because Charles was there. And then the checkout penalty happened, and they announced it. And he was like, oh, he is champion. But then, like, everyone on Twitter is like, no, he's not because they're only awarding 75% points. But then everyone, like, I don't want to say everyone interpreted the rule wrong because I think when you're when you're a rules writer, you should make this clear yeah. as possible. And especially when the commentators are saying, like, 
oh, like, no, there, it's only going to be 75% points. Like, it doesn't make sense to me how a race can only run just over 50% of the length and be awarded full points. Um, so I hope that gets changed for next year. But at the end of the day, Master Stappen, once again, champion of the world, which, I don't know, for me, I was hoping it would go to Austin just so, you know, U.S., rah-rah, yeah. whatever. Um he was going to win anyway, so it doesn't really matter at the end of the yeah. day. But good for him, good for Honda to to see that in Japan. But just not even a the Honda team of, right? The, just the awkwardness of that whole like fifty minutes where they like they cut. I, I want to say they cut Checo off literally mid interview, and we're like, "Nope, Max, come back here, you're champion." And then he's yeah. in the cool down room, and he's like, "Oh, I don't think I am." And he's like, "I oh, know, good, go sit on this throne." And he was like, "All right, I'm lonely." Um, um so that was. Sticking fun. to the Max Verstappen championship, so I'm look. I I kind of have been looking around at some of the previous champions in Formula One, and a lot of them have had their first championship lately, at least with either controversy or some kind of um, struggle. That's been a lot of them. So obviously Hamilton's first championship, like by the mm-hmm. the, the last corner he won it, you know. Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, Schumacher's first championship literally crashed into his competitor to basically win mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, Hamilton, obviously, last year, Rosberg, very, very tight champ, made him retire. Vettel, it came down to the final race. He wasn't even leading the championship in there. A lot of the people who've won their first championship in Formula One, for the most part, you know, have had to struggle to get it. And then the next year, you look at, like, I'm looking at Michael Schumacher, for example. He clinched it with two races to go. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think that, what was it? Alonzo, I think, got it. Oh, no, Alonzo's first one was actually easier in his second, so I do apologize. Uh, Vettel clinched it with four races to go. Like, stuff like that. And I'm not surprised that um, Verstappen got it, honestly, with four races to go. I honestly thought he was going to get it last weekend. I'm happy that he was able to do it. And it was weird that they had to do it this way. But I mean, regardless, at the end of the day, you're really the champion in the final race of the year when they actually have all the pageantries and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, congratulations on making it easy. You know, now maybe we can get four quirky winners for the end of the season. So, uh. I mean, I Mercedes has been improving, but I'm not, looking at the not. tracks Max for staff and they're all pretty power sensitive tracks like Brazil for sure. Brazil, um, Let me put it this way. Max Verstappen in, in uh, how many laps they run at Japan? Like 28. So in I about think. 24 green flag laps, he's, he built a lead of 25 seconds in the rain. Basically a second. Yeah, basically. And I'm just thinking, man, he's got the Ty Gibbs traction control in that car. Like, there's just no freaking way he's driving <laughs> that good. And everyone else is like, my tires are cheese four laps into this run. Like, I don't get it. Man. That yeah, was like, wild. People don't, I don't think, like, realize just because it was like, oh, it's a Jordan race and everything. But, like. That is probably one of the greatest drives I've ever seen. Say what you want about the car, but like to be a second a lap faster than the rest of the field. In those conditions. Like in those, like it just, and out of track like Suzuka. Like Suzuka is a challenging track, man, especially in the rain. I mean, we saw lap one. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Carlos Sainz binned it. Um, And we'll get into the fallout after that and everything. But I mean, if any performance puts the cherry on top of a championship performance that, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. 
Yeah, basically. I mean, it's it's been a wonder. I think that was his 12th win, too, for Max this year. Yeah. That's unreal. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended with 16. I, I would. I think that he's going to let off the gas a little bit. You know, there's no real reason to push as hard as he was before. But, I mean, he's also young. He's talented. Wants to maybe go for the record. I don't even know what the record is for most wins in a season. I think it's uh, by a champion. I think 13. It's 13. By Vettel and Schumacher. <laughs> so... Dude, I can't believe he has more wins in a season than Hamilton did. And I normally would be like, I can't watch this nonsense because Hamilton's always winning. And yet Verstappen did the same thing. Honestly, even if watching F1 as much as I do now, if Hamilton did it again, I'd be like, wow, this is utter domination. Like, I can put up with it. Well, I think if had had 2020 um, been a full season, I think Hamilton would have broken it. Yeah, I think that car broken. Hamilton won, I think, 11 of the 17 races that year, and that's with, like, mm-hmm. crap luck at, I want to say it was Russia. And with didn't the whole, run like... insecure. Oh, that's right. He missed a race. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he had 11 wins in 16 races. <laughs> Preposterous. Yeah. I mean, that, that actually is kind of funny that, like, he won the championship and then missed a race. Like, I saw someone saying to thank Vettel at... um. At Abu Dhabi, they sh- if Max already had if if Max had already clinched the the championship and Red Bull had already clinched the constructors championship to give Vettel Max's seat for <laughs> for Abu Dhabi, why Dhabi, not? Honestly, man. Just give love, him give Vettel I one more win, right? Or at least a podium. Like you're pretty much guaranteed a podium in that car, much, um, yeah. and especially at a at a power track like Abu Dhabi. Um, I mean, it, it won't happen. I know. Oh, yeah, no, Horner would never happen. allow it. See, I, so funny enough, I think Horner would. You, you, like, if who do you think would not lined up? Aston Martin would Aston care. Martin. They, what would they care? They got, they could bring Hulkenberg no, in. No, because you know Aston Martin would want to be like, no, like, we want Battle Retire with us and have the name and Lauren Stroll, Mafia Boss, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. our team is bad. Which, which is why it won't the, happen. To Haas this year. Are they going to lose to Haas this year? Yeah. Uh, I they, might, they might have I weaseled enough think, points, honestly. Uh, I was like, that'll... I haven't got, been looking uh, at the... Six, six place I haven't been... I, I, think, I honestly I think, have not been looking at, like, where the back markers are, so... They, they're they're, they're 11 say, points over. They actually are kind of close to Alfa Romero. Yeah, no, Alpha like, Alfa Romero, I saw a stat today. They, they had 51 points in the first... How many ever races? And since that, I want to say it's like the nine last races. Miserable. Don't quote me on it. it. They've literally had a single point. Yeah. It's been bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so. Okay. I forgot where yeah. um, where I was for a second. I was say, do we want to? I guess we. we yeah, we should probably earlier, talk but, about uh, lap one. So, um, normally I am yeah. very adamant with we should just race in the rain and get over ourselves. And honestly, halfway through lap one, I was like, uh, this is, this is kind of sketch. And I mean, cause it was like, you could see one car, you couldn't see anything behind them. And like at most mm-hmm. normal tracks, I feel like it's not that bad with the spray, but for some reason, Suzuka, man, it was just terrible. And like, I don't know if Pirelli just doesn't know what they're doing with rain tires anymore, but the wets just, People should have been on them, and nobody wants to run it because it's a terrible tire. And it it, it almost costs like Carlos Sainz. Like it, he almost got into a serious like uh, like a, it could have had a serious injury from that wreck. Yeah, he just straight up mm-hmm. hydroplane. Same thing apparently Mick did in FP1. 
And I mean, not only that, but then obviously the situation with Gasly and the um, the recovery vehicle after that, which yeah, dude, I'm I just gotta say this, I'm very disappointed in the F1 broadcast, and especially that little sh- and I'm I'm you know what, editor, I'm just gonna say it, that short Benson fuck, really honest to God, should have kept his mouth shut during that thing because they kept saying, oh, we're not trying to blame Gasly, we're not, he just comes up there basically saying, I'm gonna blame Gasly. And it was ridiculous. It wasn't Gasly's fault. Like, look, okay, okay he should have been going that fast. However, they are making it sound like it's completely his fault, when in reality, why is that vehicle out there in the, those conditions during a yellow flag when everyone's not caught up to the safety car yet? That's, that's where I stand. Here's my thoughts. Here's my thoughts. So, above all else, the recovery vehicle should not have been out exactly. there. Um, I... Like that at the end of the day, no matter what anyone else did or or does, like the buck stops there just because it's completely unacceptable, especially at all tracks, Japan, and especially in the rain, like we've seen what happens with it. Um rest in peace jewels and every you know, just the fallout of, of all of it. Like we we've we've come a long way or not we I'm not that one. They've come a long way, like Halo and everything, but at the end of the day, like this is still inexcusable. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, um, but on the other side, like Gasly probably should not have been going that fast, which like at the end of the day doesn't like car shouldn't have been out there or yeah. the truck crane shouldn't have been out there. But like Gasly was bucking it under double wave yellows and a red flag like at the end of it. So I mean, I'm I just think that the FIA are looking to blame someone other than themselves and the track oh, workers. Sure. And uh, Gasly's an easy scapegoat. They, you know, and I think that it it made for a little bit of an awkward situation where it's like you gotta put some blame on the officiating series for allowing it to even happen that way, and the track themselves for allowing that, especially when they know. Like they've had situations here in the past, and it was a that was a freak situation. This is a situation. It is literally on the track in the replay. Yeah. Like, you know, I yeah. get it. Um, Alphatari absolutely should have been, um, you know, very clear. Like, slow down. You know, Gasly should have been aware. Double yellows doesn't matter. Like in in the grand scheme of things, track. Uh, sorry. The recovery vehicle should not be out there. I had a brain fart for a second. Um, yeah. Either way, no, it's 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 inexcusable. Hopefully, they learn from it. I mean, it's like it's one thing in the in the dry. Like I think they needed um, they they used the crane to recover. I think it was Ricardo's car was in week? or Italy. Uh, no, and in, in, in yeah, Italy. they were talking and, about like, that on the broadcast. I missed that whole thing, but um. It's, I mean, it's necessary because like, the car was, like, still on and you can't have people touching it because, like, getting electric and whatnot. So, like, obviously a crane's needed for certain situations, but, like, don't have it driving on the track. Um, in the rain. And especially when cars... Especially in the rain and when cars are out there. Like, I, I get, like, just from... <laughs> as someone who's worked in operations in, in motorsports before, like... Cars on wet grass make angry um, from the off side because you, you, you gotta you gotta resod it and everything, yeah. but like I don't know, it's 
it was a just a, it, it's a bad it was a though. it was a mess and i think f1 because of that whole situation definitely waited a lot longer to put cars back out on the track because i think initially they were good to go after that first um you know drivers back in their cars but they they they, they waited to play it safe and you know i i think the racing was still fine obviously max verstappen is is light years ahead of everyone else but perez and and Leclerc had a great battle. Um, Alonso and Vettel had a great battle all the way to the finish. I think it was side by side. So, I mean, you know, better than Singapore last week in the regards to the uh, racing in the quote-unquote wet. So, uh, yeah. I'm kind of over wet races for the season. I don't think we need to have any more. Obviously, I'm not in control of Mother Nature, and uh, Mother Nature sure as hell is not listening to this podcast. So, um, obviously. A healthy, a healthy, like maybe 10 20 minutes sprinkle like throughout a race i think it's what perfect, they had in russia like, last through... year was awesome can we just do that where it rains at the end yeah the no, that was great that was great or like it doesn't have to be raining the whole time yeah. um but i don't know it's like there's wet tires use them for a reason if they're not suitable to be like raced on then maybe change the wet tires yeah, gotta to, do something about that. to do so um, um yeah so yeah, that's Formula One in a nutshell for us this week. That's a, a lot to talk about there. I guess also I don't know, like <laughs> I don't know if they have to listen to this whole episode. They're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Like, who are these yeah. people? Like, what's a max for snapping? Like, why do they keep cursing all the time? Um, other other things from I guess the F1 world to kind of put a, a book note on it for the episode. Um. The schedule came out for next year. And um, nothing 24 really races, changed. the most ever. Besides nothing nothing Qatar. huge change. Like, Qatar's back. Did they... Um, um, they kept Imola, which, great. I'm, I'm glad they're keeping that track. It's a great track. Um, mm-hmm. They took off France, so... Oh, I guess we should probably mention, speaking of France... Um, Pierre Gasly. <laughs> Alpine yeah. is now an all-French team, and Nick DeFries to replace him at Alvatore. Great moves for both of them. Yeah. Very happy. Uh, we still don't know who the... Because uh, uh, your 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 goat is out of Williams, so no more Latifi. Um, hey, that's, a, that's a ninth place at... Uh, the Japanese Grand Prix to you. <laughs> he did get points. Um, he literally did get points. Did. So, yeah, I'm surprised that DeVries went to Alpine. I am very, or not, yeah. No, he's at Alphatari, sorry. I was saying I'm surprised yeah. that Gasly went to Alpine. I felt like, okay, maybe this is where Ricardo ends up. Like, I didn't think Gasly was going to move. I guess Gasly just never really sees himself going back to Red Bull at this point, so... That's been severed. I think Alpine's a great move. You know, for as far as mid team mid tier teams go, that's a team that could potentially get better. And Ocon is yeah. an awesome teammate, I think, to have. He's I think would be the future for Mercedes. And maybe that's what Gasly's looking at is maybe Hamilton retires and he's the future for Mercedes. Yeah, perhaps. I mean vision. I I actually don't know. I think that that's kind um, of the feeder, because I know Ocon was the um Mercedes uh reserve driver a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh and then obviously like yeah, now with DeVries at, at Red Bull, I think that's the eventual maneuver probably for Red Bull once Checo eventually retires, which, you know, he's he's older, so that's got to be on some people's uh radar and DeVries is a fantastic talent. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um I uh I I will say for the going back to the schedule, Vegas is on there. Great. Yeah, whatever. Um, 
they I'm trying to think any like I think um Baku moved earlier in the season. China's back. Yeah, that's good, honestly. They kinda uh, needed to bring that track back. It's a banger. Yeah, it's 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 a fun track. Um it wasn't good for a while because Mercedes was so good at it. I'm sure it won't be good yeah. with Red Bull, but I'm, I I can't imagine how awesome that crowd reaction is going to be for their boy uh, Zhao. So yeah, and I like Zhao. Uh, he, like, he's he's, he's a, a good driver. He's like you were mentioned earlier, man. Al Alfa Romeo has had a miserable second half. Yeah. Other than that, though, like nothing. I mean, it's 24 races a lot. Um, I'm curious to see. <sighs> One, I'm curious to see if we get all the races because I know like like China's on the schedule, but I know they're still like pretty shut down as a country. Um, and with it being a race earlier in the schedule, to be determined. Um, yeah. And then going forward, like they want to race in South Africa, they want to race in Colombia, and like 24 is the max that they can go. So it's like, does Spa get cut? Does Imola get cut? Does Monaco get cut? I know they they signed a three year extension, um, yeah. but like. People are saying Vegas is going to be the new Monaco. Who's saying so, that? Me. Okay, well, <laughs> it's it's me, people. Oh, yes, I'm bitches. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm bitches. so <laughs> moving along, we didn't talk any Xfinity, um, for the for that race because that the was AJ Allmendinger won the the AJ Allmendinger Invitational at the Charlotte yeah, Oval. So that really not that happened. Good for him. Um. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, listen. Um, there was an elimination race, and some drivers unfortunately oh, yeah. got eliminated. And we should probably talk about it once I can find the drivers' points. Okay, so uh, Kevin, who got eliminated? Uh, I know off the top of my head, Ryan, Ryan C, C, Daniel Hammer. Daniel, yeah, so that's actually stinky champion. Funny that both both the defending champions from last year both got eliminated in the round of twelve. Uh oh. Huh. Excuse me, that's a tough scene for them. All right, but you know who didn't get yeah. eliminated? Uh, Brandon, Brandon Jones, Jones did not yeah, get eliminated. Who knows first-time listeners here? Yeah. This is a Brandon Jones podcast. Pro number one driver um, above all You've else. made it 40 minutes of this podcast. You've never listened to us before. Now you're finding out the lore of this podcast. It, it goes back to kind of, kind of a meme in terms of like, oh, Brandon Jones, like, kind of just there but then i had a buddy who like grew up with them and then he started like doing a lot better and then our good buddy alex um mentioned it to brandon and brandon sent us a nice video saying like hey like thanks for the support so like yeah. this is a pro brandon jones podcast we... best of luck to him at jgr not jgr jrm yeah. yeah, next year um my close personal friend ryan williams gets to paint him paint schemes next year we gotta have him yeah. on the podcast he's a he's a hilarious character we we'll talk. We'll talk about Twister and some sweaters and hats and so who, video games. Who all got eliminated besides Herbst, um, Jeremy Clement, and yeah, uh, he was sorry, in the playoffs. Was People forget that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he sure was there. I will give Ryan Sieg and Riley Herbst some credit. They were driving the piss out of their cars at the end, and Riley Herbst to the point that he crashed it. But I don't think that wreck was his fault necessarily. At the end of the day, though. Um, um, nothing of value is lost. I'll yeah, I mean, there's like maybe ten good cars in Xfinity, and the ones that are still left are those cars. Yeah, and minus a few. 
So it's like oh, Gragson eh. at least didn't win because I was getting sick of watching him win and puke after races. So I think the only people that have won since like August are AJ Allmendinger and Noah Gragson. Yeah, Ty Gibbs hasn't won a race in a very long time. Very funny. Ty Gibbs hasn't won a race since I started screaming that his car has traction control back in uh, May. It's funny. I wonder what happened. Did did NASCAR listen to this podcast? NASCAR, NASCAR is like, you know what? Something about that Portland race is making us go. <laughs> don't even know. Did did Jesse Awuji ruin Ty Gibbs' career? <laughs> Thank you for your service, Jesse. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson are going to the Cup Series next year anyway. Well, Gregson definitely it hasn't. Well, Ty Gibbs not officially. Not officially, but I mean, come on. Who are they going to put in that 18 yeah. car? Harrison yeah. Burton. Come on. Right. Come on. <laughs> I, 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 I forget uh, he exists sometimes. Yeah. Hey, man, I will say one thing. Um, As we move to the round of eight for Xfinity, I want to point out that I think a huge um, uh, dark horse that I would say, if you're a betting man, a little gambling man, as Kevin tried to get me to gamble over the weekend on Lance Stroll points, how did that work out for you, by the way? You know, it was working great. Yeah. And then had the, literally had the race been five more minutes, he would have gotten by both McLarens and maybe Latifi too, but... <laughs> Uh, Kevin, the time gods had it Kevin, out Kevin's it. not good at gambling like I am. I will say, if you're a gambling man, uh, Austin Hill in the final four is is a underdog bet that I would take, personally speaking. I think, I like I think these tracks like are going to suit him well. I think that he's going to find a way to get some top fives here, and we could be seeing uh, Austin Hill fighting for a championship at a track that I think he might do well at. I, but this is all, let's be real, this is Gregson's championship should we, while we're on the topic of championship, should we, now that we've, we've cut the fields in half for Xfinity and, and Cup, yeah. should we get into our championship predictions? Not championship four, because I know we already did that. Yeah, and um, um, I'm going to be sending the, uh, our initial playoff pick episode to our editor as well. God bless your soul for, there's no edits that need to be done in that one, I'm probably pretty sure, but um, those have our initial picks on it, and you can listen to that and laugh at us, but um. Right now, as it's standing for the Cup Series, I am very surprised because I think two of my picks are already gone in Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson, so I'm mm. in the mud right now. I, I think I'm at least three for four because I had Bella in there. And I, know I, had... deep, and I just thought that was a stupid pick, and hell, look at you. Sleep on me. I mean... Sleep on me. <laughs> You're making me... I might have actually... <laughs> Now that I think about it, I think all four of mine might still be alive. Because I want to say I went. No, I don't think I put Hamlin in there. Well, yeah. I might have. Oh, I know. I had no. I had Logano winning it all. I know I had Bell in there. Mm-hmm. No, I had Reddick. I had Reddick. Rest in peace. Yeah. How's that one working for you? I think I. I yeah, think I picked great. Logano to win it all. I don't. I don't like I that I Chase Briscoe. Really I think just... I picked Logano to win it all. Whatever, man. Someone will someone will fix that. You, you, of all people, you're not going to pick Logano to win it all. Come on. I painfully picked him to win it all. Like it was a pain. Look, now my thing is, I want Ryan Blaney to win zero races this year and win the championship. Oh, I'm rooting. Like, I for want it. him to like the system was exposed initially with Matt Crafton, but the truck series is so goofy that that's a thing that can happen. In the Cup Series, in a season where we've had the most winners like ever. I think, or this is tied for it. It would be yeah, so beautiful. 
if the driver oh, yeah. with no wins wins the championship. And we finally get back to that weird, awkward celebration where the race winner and the championship winner are celebrating at the same time because they both did not win the race. I think we've been missing we're that what? for the last eight years, and I want it back. I would say we are eight for eight on the the final race being won by. I'm sick. Of right? It. Yeah, I'm sick of it. I get rid of yeah. it. I I want to see, I want to see Eric Jones win at Phoenix, and then awkwardly Ryan Blaney is like, I have two less wins than you, but I won the championship. <laughs> God, I mean, theoretically, if that were to happen, that is two wins for a non-playoff driver, and then the championship has zero wins. What a, I mean. Are you good there? You went God, I mean, who, for a second. No, I, I was just thinking. Oh no, your your mic was going <laughs> crazy there. Okay, I mean that. I mean for who won at um, what was the middle race in the round of sixteen? Richmond, right? Who won Richmond? No, not Richmond. What was that I race? Because I know Reddick. No, Bubba. No. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, how Bubba? That okay? I will say that would be really freaking cool if Bubba won Phoenix and Blaney won the championship. Because think about it, if Bu- I think Bubba is still in the owners' championship for the forty-five. No, they got, they got knocked, knocked out. out. Damn, they I was gonna say, out. imagine yeah. if Bubba was still in it, won Phoenix for the owners' championship. They'd be celebrating harder yeah. than Blaney. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Damn, I didn't realize that we uh the forty-five got knocked out. Damn it. Um, I'm trying to think who. Who was the last one? It was twenty in on thirteen points. Well, because when Johnson won the championship, did he win? He didn't win the race, too, did he? In twenty thirteen. No, Hamlin won Homestead. Dude, Hamlin will celebrate so many damn. Times. I don't know why I know that. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> Hamlin celebrated so many times winning Homestead. He never won the championship there. Yeah. Um. Um. Larson never. Larson still hasn't, and he probably won't either. That's insane to me. I mean, honestly, I'm very excited for Homestead in this new car. That's going to be a great race. Um, yeah. Also, I saw, and I, I missed this. I saw on the, the broadcast preview, Vegas is at 2 Eastern on Sunday. Well, so I'm going to end up missing the first 150 laps again because the Dolphins are going to disappoint me again. Well, but like, remember how the last couple of years it was a night race? It was a day to night race. I, 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 I'm not clamoring for that to happen because I do kind of just want my day to not keep going at eight yeah. o'clock at night. Like I, but I'm, I'm thinking to say like, that is, I'm pretty sure Vegas is the uh, Thrones finale, and I hate to admit that the season for is- for the Vegas fans, that's that's an 11 a.m. start time, Anthony. Wait, I live on the West Coast. Sorry. Literally, I mean. I mean, look. I've, I've. Is what it is. Look, I'm having to stay up until one in the morning for their stupid little um, uh, F1 race next year because they have to start at ten o'clock. You know. Yeah. So you guys can wake up at at, at eight o'clock and start drinking. Uh, Source, we've done it for years in in college. I I I did it last weekend, and FSU disappointed me. So. I've been I've been to one AM like sporting event in my life and that was Auburn football in twenty eighteen. It was the day before Talladega race. 
And there, there's something about seeing a B2 bomber fly over your head at 1055, and you're just like, well, that's a good wake up. Yeah, no, I got to do a uh, it lot is, it of is the early cool. games. Like, I, I, but I just know of all cities like Vegas, usually the day doesn't really start till like 3 p.m. because everyone's out until the sun comes up. There. I mean, dude, you're probably um, just going to get people who just didn't even go to sleep then showing up to the track. I mean, yeah, probably. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if there's someone else. That there. is a that, that track's a little out there. You got That's a 45 minute Uber, in case you didn't know. No. As someone who's been to the track. Oh, oh, oh. No. Oh, it's closer. It's closer. It's like only 15 minutes from the strip. It's not that bad. You know, I mean, I just hear, I guess that's with traffic, because I hear from the EDC people how how late it goes. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I think, like, I honestly, if I'm in Vegas, I kind of want that race to be over earlier, because have we even, I'm kind of curious if there is an NFL game in Vegas this weekend. I know there's there's Monday. Oh, they play tonight, Monday night football, but that's in yeah, Kansas but that's City. This I don't know. Week, so what's next week? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't think of that. Oh. Didn't think of that one, did you? I did yeah, not. Anyway, so that's a one p.m. Um, start, but in um. All right, no. It, it is before before we get to off topic with our for our editor. Um, don't edit going that. back to championships. Do you do you want to make any amendments to your your championship prediction? Dude, I, I feel like I have Logano, and even if I didn't, I want to go Logano. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of still on the. Oh, I'm crazy there. Still kind of on the Logano train here as well, because I'm I'm pretty sure I I'd picked put, him. I'd put money on Bell. Bro, what are we saying? Chase Elliott's gonna win this championship in the most boring way possible. I'm either hoping, I don't know. I mean, I'm rooting for Blaney at this point because the chaos that would come with it. I, I know when Blaney. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, Chase Elliott's going to find himself out of the playoffs going into Martinsville, and then he's going to hit someone out of the way with two to go, and all the people who um, love Chase Elliott are going to go, woo, he's a great driver, woo, he's the cleanest driver ever. Yeah, 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 yeah people hate him. People hate him because he's so good. And then, you know, and, and it's going to be controversy because that's just how this season goes. Martinsville is going to do something stupid. So, and I'm going to miss it. Fair. Chase Elliott's going to win the championship. I'm, 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 maybe I'm exaggerating a bit with the, uh, how he's going to win it, but <laughs> he's probably going to win at Homestead. Let's be real. That is a good track. Uh, that's a good track for Chase Elliott. People. Is it? He didn't, he, he almost won it last year. I'm pretty sure. Or was it two years ago that he got screwed over by a run? Quite literally, could not tell you. I think you, it was but two years ago. I, for it. He, he's got to be good at Homestead. No, I Look, I mean, good. if I'm going to go in my championship anyway. four, I like Elliot Logano, Chastain, and honestly, wild carded in William Byron. Because William Byron could also win at Fair. Homestead. I really want Ryan Blaney in the championship four, and I honestly could see the one car just imploding. I I don't think both Denny and Chastain make it into the final. Um, I still think there's dues to pay with that. I, I don't know, man. Um, Denny Hamlin's having a stupid season. I don't think he needs to be doing anything else that's going to piss people off. I know. Well, I feel like Martinsville, just because the, the next-gen cards, so dog water at short tracks, that it's going to have to come down to bumping and banging, and it's going to be between those two, and everyone's going to lose their gosh darn mind, and it's going to be great to watch. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't see both of them making it. Uh, with my with my championships, I still have Logano, and then for Xfinity, 
Uh, I feel like all guyers do at this point. Dude, he ain't gonna get it. I feel like. Uh, well, I, I, I'm just gonna say I feel like uh, God took a little bit of vacation during the summer. I think, and he's returned. So uh, I've been seeing more Jesus ads. It's time for Ty Gibbs to to thank. God I was gonna once say. Again. I think I know. Where it's you're time going for Ty that. Gibbs to thank God <laughs> once again, because Ty Gibbs can do nothing wrong. And I would like to say that if he can't do anything wrong, then he should win a race for once. Stop being a okay. coward. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's honestly, it's going to come down to Ty Gibbs and, and Noah Gragson in the, in the championship four. And that's what we want. Those are the two best drivers this season. Almendinger just happened to win all the road courses. Um, and Talladega, the most ridiculous way possible. But, um, that, that's what we want to see. So I'm going to go on the other side and say uh, Ty Gibbs, but it wouldn't surprise me if Noah wins it. But still, I, I uh-huh. like Austin Hill in the championship four. I really think that's a, th- those are good odds because I don't trust Sam Mayer. I like Josh Berry. I don't trust him. Um, Justin Allgaier probably would be the fourth pick in there. AJ's going to shoot himself cool. in the foot. Well, all right, Anthony. Shall we round out the field? Sure. Um, do we got trucks this weekend? Uh-huh. We did. <laughs> I couldn't tell you who's in the truck playoffs or when they're next. I know the playoffs start in July for them, yeah. and we're in October. So, like, I, I, I don't know. We miss a lot of things, so um, there, there's probably some stuff that we, we kind of miss. I feel like we don't miss a lot of things. There's just not a lot of things going on with it. I know they raced at Martinsville, and I know they raced at Phoenix, but I couldn't tell you where they race next. Yeah. No, or even if they race next. I'm on the uh... – on the NASCAR subreddit, trying to look and obviously just not very helpful at all. Um, I, oh, Maddie, do you want to race? By the yeah, way? Matt DiBenedetto finally won a race. Um, you know, and, and yeah. good for him. You know, we're we're not as big of fans as as we used to be for him, but we definitely. I will. I I won't lie to you, Kevin. I had a little bit of a smirk on my face when he won. I was like, you know what? This has been a long time coming. Yeah. And ironically, at Talladega, where he's had at least three of his wins kind of just taken from him at the end, so. He's yeah. finally a winner. Good for him. Um, um, I take back my Martinsville statement. The only races left in the truck series is Homestead and then Phoenix. They got rid of Martinsville for the trucks? Yeah. Thank God Craftsman's coming back next year. I don't know what <laughs> it's going to do. I mean, maybe someone will throw a wrench on the track. I don't know. Ow. That's, that's a good pun. Ow, damn it. Just hit my funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Um, speaking of, hold up, I got I got a good transition. Speaking of funny, uh, I saw that IndyCar is going to test at like a, it's like their spring training basically. They're going to be testing at this like private racetrack neighborhood thing. What? Yeah, let me. I think it's it's Palm Beach something. It's their spring training. It's February. It's second and third. Hey, the Palm Beach Motorsports Complex, where Moroso used to be. Um. Why don't they just go to Sebring? They just do that every year usually. I think they're still gonna do that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, but that's like different. Hold on, let me. You're good. I think I'm, when you type up IndyCar, it would pop up. I'm just trying to go um, through the like, the list of like news that happened this week. Um. So they will be testing. The first NTT IndyCar Open test of 2023 will be held February 2nd and 3rd at the Thermal Club near Panama Springs, California. And it's like a private 
racetrack there's like neighbor there's like houses all along the track and there's two tracks but that can be combined into one 2.9 mile course sure man that's cool. that is I, I mean it's not gonna be televised but i'll catch some videos of it for sure i, I like imagine imagine living there and waking up to any cars and you're like oh that's cool. people in imola do dude there's houses like on the back stretch okay. of imola that's fair. I mean, That's there fair. was the picture of this girl on a trampoline, and then Max Verstappen just drove by. Sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some rounding out the field stuff that we got. Some silly season. Chandler Smith is 16. I think there was another JGR. Well, I guess Brandon Jones JRM. We already said that. There was another JGR. AJ Allmendinger to the 16. Yeah, full time in cup. So that's in cup. Yeah. They, they, well, look, that makes sense because with the amount of um, row courses, you can probably sneak a win with AJ in the Cup Series. He's been there all season in most of these races. Yeah. Like, didn't he almost win at Coda? Yeah. Yeah, he got punted by Chad. Yeah, that was who it was. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. Honestly, great move by Colleague because I don't know how much more you're going to get out of AJ at this point in his career. And you keep him in Xfinity where he's just going to keep walking the dog. And, or you can bring him to the Cup Series where you can make more money with him at a, a, uh, road course you just have to know that the caution is yeah. going to come out with two laps to go and everyone's going to junk it so be ready for that one yep um Haley deegan making her debut in xfinity in the 07 cool rumor has it she's probably going to be full-time next year i don't know in what car I've, I've 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 heard a lot of rumors that she might be full-time next year ford is really trying to move some of these talent i don't know where she's going to be with ford because if it's the 07... Does Ford have an Xfinity Series team? The 07? <laughs> Fair. The 22, if it ever comes back? The 98? Yeah. The 39? Oh, true. Yeah. I guess they could show her in a Stuart Haas car. Like, why not? Sure, why not? Why not? Let, let's see what she does in... Monster's already paying... Yeah. Monster's already footing the bill for Riley Herb, so it's another <laughs> 5, 10 million a year. They already like junking cars. Wait until you get a right? load of her! Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm interested to see how she's going to do at Vegas. So, I mean, maybe maybe the trucks are just really that hard to drive and she's better off in a stock car. We'll see. Um, like, I know the Xfinity car is the harder car to drive, but for her style, like dirt track, the Xfinity car might suit her I better, think it actually. Suit her better. The trucks are very planned to the ground, yeah. very full throttle, like very yeah. barely off throttle at most of these tracks. Like, and super speed yeah. racing, I think in Xfinity is a little easier probably than trucks because the truck drivers just don't kind of know what they're doing half the time. Mm-hmm. In the Xfinity, yeah. a plate track, I feel like is a self cleaning at least sometimes. And then other times you get yeah. like Daytona where they can't finish the damn race. So, yeah. Excuse me. God, I'm like, I got like heartburn, man. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, we've we've missed field. a lot of news over the last few weeks. So, I mean, we're not going to really need to have to go over. There's a lot of stuff that happened in IndyCar. Um, apparently, the uh, Formula W champion is going to potentially get a spot with Andretti next year. Is what I saw on Twitter. Um, I in in Indy Lights, like she's going to get like an Indy Lights. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I was going to say they <laughs> filled up their their rides for next year. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's anything open left in um. Uh, IndyCar is uh, this week. I believe Santino Ferrucci was just announced to AJ Foyt and someone else to AJ Foyt as well. Gotcha. So yeah. Oh, Santino. That's what I just said. Bozo. Yeah. No, I, I, you're <laughs> right. Um, 
Speaking of W series, that last thing to round out the field. Unfortunate news from the W yeah. series today. I don't know if you saw. No, it. I did. That's where um, I was going with it. Yeah, the. I mean, I don't ever think I've seen a motorsport championship just end early. Like she was gonna win it most likely, no matter what. But like, it sucks to see it end that way. But Jamie Chadwick is an undefeated just, champion yeah. in the W series yeah. for the three years that it's run. Yeah, good. I mean, I'm, again, I'm happy she's gonna get a ride. Um, hopefully in the indie light. Yeah. So, but yeah, that the just apparently the series was run very poorly from a business standpoint, and that's super unfortunate. You know, is what it is. I I would like to see yeah. it maybe. Uh, apparently, they did it to try and make sure that they could have a season next year. I hope they have a season next year. Um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, I don't have any shells. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, um... cool. We did it. Big shout out again to to Rogue Media Network for our first official podcast with them. Um, yes, excited for what the future holds and everything. I know it's going to be a blast on both sides. So yeah. we're looking forward to it, boys. Yeah, we technically have a recording schedule too, so we're going to try and record episodes on Mondays. Um, I don't run leagues on Mondays. Kevin is usually free on Mondays. We're going to try and have other guests if Kevin can't be here. Um, you know, just yeah, really excited to be with Rogue Media. So this is awesome. Uh, oh, shouts out to um Brad Prez, by the way. Second Xfinity start. Yeah. Uh, friend of the program, by the way. He's been on our show like five times. Program. You can go back and listen to it uh, if you want to hear him those. And, him and Vargas finished, what, 23rd and 24th? Yeah, or yeah. Like the roommates finished up there. I think Very Preston Partis also finished around there, too. He was also on Heck friend yeah. of the program, Preston Partis. So, um, yeah, cool seeing some of the – literally three of the people we've had on this podcast finished right next to each other. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we got to get those yeah. guys back too. Um, other than that, yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. We're going to be a lot more active. Follow uh, Rogue Media Network on Twitter. I just had their Twitter open and now I'm going to pull it back up so I can tell you. So uh, at network underscore rogue. And uh, yeah, make sure to subscribe to us on all the platforms we are on because we're on more now. <laughs> we're on more platforms, guys. <laughs> Subscribe to us on all of that because it helps our numbers big time. And uh, yeah, we're really, really excited for this. So until next time, I've thank you again. Well, also just thank you again to our first time listeners. I know it's a uh, this might be completely different if you've never heard a motorsports podcast before, but uh, more to come. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot more gibberish coming out of our mouths from from this point of the season on with the playoffs and everything. So yeah. enjoy. Uh, until next time, though, I've been Anthony. And I've been Kevin. Love you guys. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.